This podcast was originally on my Strang Report podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network. It was so good and so timely, I wanted to share it on the God Trump 2020 election podcast. Stay tuned. Hello, everyone. This is Stephen Strang, and welcome to my podcast. Boy, can you believe what's going on in our country? I mean, just when everything you think is so wild with COVID and then all the racial unrest after the, uh, the murder, of, and I call it murder, of um, George Floyd and so forth, then we have this election, crazy, crazy election, and now it's in dispute. And today on the podcast, I want to talk to Amir George, who writes for us regularly on charismanews.com. He lives up in Washington. He's an observer of what's going on. And he told me recently, because we're longtime friends, just how crazy it is up there. But good news, Christians are beginning to stand up. You're not going to want to miss what he has to say, so stay tuned, because this involves you and what you need to do to stand up as well. Welcome to The Strang Report with Steve Strang on the Charisma Podcast Network. This episode was produced to discuss and address issues within our nation and around the world from a Christian worldview. Welcome back, everyone, and welcome to you, Amir, and thank you for, you know, you're kind of my conduit to what's happening up there. In fact, sometimes you send text messages like when you're in front of the White House and Antifa is like hassling you and stuff. I remember this was a couple of months ago and we did a podcast. <laughs> We've done several podcasts and I thought it would be interesting because you have an you have a front row seat so to speak. So, why don't you kind of update us on what's happening especially with that huge rally that happened in Washington on Saturday about a week ago? Well, um, you know, I think we all need some good news, right? Um we just I was just watching a TV program where someone had called in and in tears, you know, that they, they thought the president was going to lose and it was all over and ready to give up. But um, something happened a week ago on Saturday. And for those of us that have been here, you know, for many years, um, Washington is pretty much a kind of a dark, you know, everyone's walking around angry and upset and uh, not a happy town. And on Saturday... I mean, it was like heaven here. Um, the happy, good, bright, wonderful people took over the whole city. And it was just a real answer to prayer. But also, um, you know, we're still checking on the, the numbers. And I think this would really be an encouragement to everybody. But, you know, these uh, over the past few years, the police don't give exact numbers anymore because, you know, it's a, such a political uh, issue. But the last we had confirming with the people that organized it was they believe up to 1.5 million people came. And that's about the largest (laughs) gathering in history in D.C. So um, that's hard to believe. I mean, you know, there was a so-called million man march a number of years ago with Farrakhan. And there was huge controversy over the size of that. And you'll remember Promise Keepers was Stand in the Gap. And, um, you know, I've 
I've been places where, you know, the crowd seems huge and then you find out that the actual count is smaller. So, well, it makes you right. think it was 1.5 million. And, you know, this was barely reported in the media. What's going on? Yeah, well, you know, that's, I think that's the whole story. I mean, uh, it's so bad. Well, you probably know, but I mean, you talk about anything even remotely connected to the president or the election and they take off Twitter. They, they take, you know, I don't know if you heard of parlor and some of these new um, services have gone up just because everyone's being banned. I mean, they, to- there was no media there. They totally banned it. But um, the, the rally was held at freedom Plaza, which is right near the white house. And it quickly filled up. In fact, we, you know, tried to contact them a number of times, telling them not to ha- hold it there because it was too small. It went from Freedom Plaza, which is near the White House, all the way down to uh, the Supreme Court, and it didn't quit. People, you know, began to march towards the Supreme Court. It took three to four hours just to to move along. So, you know, um, we're still trying to figure out the exact figures. So they had a helicopter flew over to try and you know look at it from above. But I can tell you, I mean, literally, all of Washington was taken over by by people it was i mean we 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 didn't even have to use transportation someone would give you a ride there and back um and of course this 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 was not set up ahead of time you know the return and even to a lesser extent franklin graham's you know prayer march were kind of organized ahead of time um with porta potties and you know security and everything else but this was this you know, you're making it sound as if it was absolutely spontaneous. In fact, I wonder how in the world did they get out the word to people to show up? Uh, if you know, because there was so little media, this had to be uh, kind of word of mouth. What? Uh, how did this come into being? Did you know about it ahead of time? Sure. Yeah. Well, Steve, you see, you know, that's the whole. I think the main thing that that encourages me the most is, you know, God answers prayer, and this was totally a miracle. As you well know, you know, they, you, these are usually prepared months in advance. Not only was there no time to prepare it, because it was just, what, a little over a week after the election, but every bit of publicity that they tried to do was banned. And it, it was so evil that the mailing service, um, they used a service, I think, it was, I think it was a MailChimp or one of them, the, they sent an automatic email to all of their subscribers telling them that it was canceled. Not only was there no publicity, but they did the the all the social media did everything in their power to suppress it, and yet people just came without any, you know, I mean, basically any organization. There was a two basically one woman organized it. To make a long story short, um, got a permit from the Freedom Plaza. I don't know why they didn't get it for the mall, but it was. I mean, it shouldn't have happened because there was no way to find out about it. Word got out in spite of all the suppressing, and that was, I think, an absolute miracle. And I saw something, a news clip, a video clip of Mike Lindell, who I recently had on my podcast, and we're, we have a big story on him in the January issue of Charisma, but he, he spoke there, but were there a lot of other speakers, kind of like at the return, or describe to me there, and, and what, <laughs> what was the mood, and what drew people there if... There was so much against, uh, you know, the word getting out. Well, it's interesting that you bring up um, 
Michael Nell, because I was there um, when he when he spoke. He was right was right up uh, next to the podium. But I think the other interesting thing was there were no leaders there, and that was really an amazing thing. Um, there were no uh, Christian leaders. There were no political leaders. And what it felt like, to be perfectly honest, was uh, I was in Trump Tower when, when we won in 2016. And I'll never forget, I mean, uh, nobody thought we were going to win. You know, the staff all had jobs the next morning. It was a total miracle. But I think one of the first things the president said after it was over, you were the, I think you were at the hotel, right, was, was the forgotten man and the forgotten woman will be forgotten no more. And I think what happened was the regular people, you know, the forgotten people waited and waited and waited. And they all said the president had our back. I mean, the love for the president is just an absolute amazing thing to see firsthand. People just love him. I mean, it's amazing. The tears rolling down their face when they talk about him. I mean, people, you talk to people and they're just choked up that, and they waited for this, for this man, for all of his faults, had their back every time, but nobody stood up to the plate. And that people talked about that a lot. We waited for our leaders to stick up for him. They all went silent. So we just said, forget about our leaders, and we all came. And the only, I mean, the only known person that was there was Michael Lindell, the My Pillow guy. So I think that was the most amazing thing. It was leaderless, and I don't know what the reason is, but. You know, for all the president did for us, um, the leaders have not had his back and have not stood up to the plate, have not publicly come out and defended him. But the people did, and the people get it. And I, to be honest, I have never seen uh, a group of people with so much love. That was just astounding. The other thing was, you know, Antifa runs the city. They were nowhere to be found. They were afraid to come out of their, you know, wherever it is they hide around here. <laughs> Okay, how has it Washington reacted to all this? Because, you know, the people that live there, the bureaucrats, the deep state, um, the residents, you know, they, they see the people come to town and leave and, you know, their protests for everything or patriotic things again and again. What do they think about this? And, and what good do you think the rally did? Well, I think that I think that's the other story. I mean, you know, when you were, when we're here, you know, I mean, we we you know we meet all these people all the time. We know them. They're you know they just get the little angry look. And um, but I think what happened was they thought they were going to be able to pull this off. I, you know, I don't know if you've talked how much detail you've talked about how they pulled off. They tried to pull this off, but what but what really happened was the president won so overwhelmingly on the third that they couldn't keep up with the cheating. Okay, they, they use a special software system. And it was so overwhelming. The one estimate is that he got about 410 electoral college votes, but they couldn't keep up with the cheating. So they were absolutely sure that they were going to win. And then after they pulled it off, they were sure that, you know, the Christians, as always, would be quiet. They wouldn't do anything, and they'd go quiet in the night and be able to pull it off. But I think what happened was that the show of force on Saturday has shocked this city. I mean, it, I mean, there's, there's, they're stunned. Uh, it's a pretty amazing for the first time. I, I, we see just kind of almost like a fear in, 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 in their eyes 
that it, they're not going to be able to pull it off. And it's a good lesson to us. You know, um, someone reminded me, you know, we pray, but there comes a time when sometimes God says, you're prayed up, you know, quit praying, get off your knees and show up. And what happened was the regular people had prayed and prayed and prayed and they were, they were prayed up. They just quit praying. They got up and they showed up and that's shaken this city. I think um, the, the atmosphere has changed and they're not going to be able to pull it off because the people showed up and they're going to show up. They showed up again this, you know, two days ago in, I think there was up to about 10,000 Atlanta. And, you know, when you show up, it works. Uh, right after they showed up, a few hours late, I think it was just early this morning, the governor of Georgia is now going to pull back on um, what they've done with the recount there. So it's a good lesson to all of us, you know. Um, I'm, a, as you know, a strong believer in prayer. But there comes a point where you, you quit praying because you're prayed up and you've got to show up. And that's what's changed the whole paradigm. Well, that's very interesting insight, and I appreciate you sharing it we, as we wrap up this podcast. Um, sure. I'll give you the last word and ask you to say what's going to happen next and how will all this end? Well, I think it's absolutely critical for uh, people to uh, go. What, what everyone is doing now, they're going to their state capitals. Uh, anyone who's listening, please, uh, we're prayed up. Go to your state capital every day at noon until the president is certified. And on December 12th, the same million people rally is going to be held in D.C. again, so get prepared for that. But uh, I think we can thank God that God's answered prayer. Um, it looks as if the, uh, it will go to the Supreme Court and uh, the president will be inaugurated on January 20th. And it's, not, it's because of the prayer, but also because we showed up. So it's a good lesson to all of us. You know, Prayer is absolutely critical, but there comes a time where we have to show up. And this time, the regular, average, forgotten men and forgotten women showed up without their leaders, but they showed up. Well, that's very interesting insight, and it echoes what other leaders are saying, that Donald Trump will win. Of course, if you just look at the media, you know, it's like it, you know, Biden claimed victory, and, you know, everyone kind of shrugs, and it's like, why don't we move on? But I don't believe that's going to happen. And I was just fascinated with your insights, you know, that because, you know, you and I are friends and we email back and forth and pray for each other and that kind of stuff. And when you talked about, you know, the reaction in Washington, that is something I had not heard anywhere else. So thank you so much for sharing it with the listeners of my podcast. Thank you for fitting this in. I know you're busy. And I think that your reminder that we need to pray, but we also need to show up is something that we needed to hear. And to my listeners, listen, you can still forward this podcast. So far, uh, the people have not figured out that my podcasts are dangerous, so we've not been censored. And, you know, I've had some podcasts that have had over 100,000 uh, downloads, and we need to get the word out about what really happened in Washington and about getting involved uh, in these state capitals as Amir encouraged us to do. So thank you for listening. Tune in again tomorrow for another podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network. 
I'm Stephen Strang. God bless you. Thank you for listening to The Strang Report with Steve Strang. To read more from Steve, visit his blog, The Strang Report, on charismamag.com. Again, it's The Strang Report on charismamag.com. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible. I'm back in the studio and I wanted to share with you about my latest book, God, Trump, and COVID-19. When the lockdown happened in March, everything changed. We didn't know exactly what was happening. Some of us even thought it was kind of like the bubonic plague. And in that setting, I wrote a book in just three weeks to talk about the COVID itself, about its origins in China, and about how it would affect the election. We didn't really have any idea how it would be politicized, and here all these months later, we're still dealing with this, even though only 2 or 3% of the population have even been infected, and most of those have survived. You want to get a copy of this book on my website, stevestrangbooks.com. You can also find the other books that I have written. I think you'll find them interesting. Every book you buy on stevestrangbooks.com is signed by the author. That's me. And I write these books to minister to you, to use my perspective as a Christian journalist, being objective but doing it from a spiritual and godly worldview instead of the secular, godless worldview that most of the media in this country have. So thank you for listening to my podcast. Thank you for checking out my book. I really do think that you'll enjoy God, Trump, and COVID-19 at stevestrangbooks.com. 